0: It's a pleasure um, to present a friend in the program. You see our, our bio, bio. He has so much more that he's accomplished and uh, will continue to do. He's a man of God, a visionary, a leader. Um, he pours into my life on a regular basis. Um, so you can read the bio, but I just want to let you know that, again, this is a true man of God that has... Uh, just a great gift he's gifted in, in leadership development um, so i just want to for all of you to put your hands together to bring up a friend of mine a colleague uh, a counselor that i have really um, spoken into my life dr william clark who will share with us for the next few minutes Let's say good evening to everyone. And uh, to Vinton, thank you for that gracious introduction, and thank you for your work. Um, I just wanted to uh, briefly address you all uh, on this on this night to encourage you all and to share perhaps an uplifting story that would inspire you to stay connected to faith care. And I, I do want to talk a little bit about the power of faith care. Is that all right? Y'all are really quiet. Is that is that okay? <clears> okay. <throat> So uh, when we hear faith in the secular realm, particularly where I come from, where I work, faith is relegated to the spiritual world, the church world. And it's a concept that is only assigned to people who are on a deep spiritual journey. And at some point in time, I once believed that. But I've come to believe and come to acknowledge that faith, in fact, is not just for the super spiritual folks is for the everyday person who's living life, who's trying to figure life out, who's trying to survive and who's trying to win. Much like the families you describe in Haiti and elsewhere, they need faith just as much as we do. Even the person sitting next to you needs faith. The persons you work with, the people you live next to, they need faith. As I move forward in my career and in my life, I've become to define faith by the biblical truth written by James. And James simply says that faith without action is void. We can claim that we have a lot of belief and a lot of hope and faith and something, but if your action is absent, if you don't support your belief with some sort of activity, then in fact, James is saying that your faith is dead. It's absent, it's gone, it's non-existent. Moving here to Connecticut four years ago was a deep act of faith for me and my wife. I'm originally from Philadelphia, my wife, her parents originate, I like that, thank you. <clears throat> from Philadelphia, my, pa- my in-laws originate from Haiti, and my wife was born in Brooklyn. And we, I like that too, thank you. And we built a life in Philadelphia. We established many relationships. We established careers. We even started and nearly ended our education in Philadelphia, and we moved to Connecticut because of a calling, a calling by God to leave everything behind. Can you imagine what it's like to sell everything that you have and to move to a whole new territory with absolutely nothing? Can you imagine what it's like leaving behind family and friends, leaving behind a career, leaving behind stability and safety to say, I want to obey God. Can you imagine what it's like moving to an area where they say it's the most godless area in the country? All because you heard the voice of God saying it's time. That was one of the major faith journeys that me and my wife went on. And So we, we took that journey and it went fairly well. I was on my way home one day and I said to my wife, April 2014, are you ready to go? And she said, yeah. And when she said, yeah, we started packing up that night and we moved August 2014, believing that we were going to quit everything, quit our careers and go into full-time ministry. Can you believe I was excited? been preaching since 2006. I've been helping people find Jesus. I even help folks get baptized, help heal the sick. And did all this amazing stuff because I knew that God was was with me. And in August 2014, we moved into this place called Connecticut. And by the end of August, I was supposed to be in Connecticut full time. But the church that was supposed to take us on as full time pastors decided to change their minds. I probably should have told you that at that time, my wife and I had two small children, Caleb and Kaylee. So my wife, now living in Windsor with our two children and no husband, because no church meant no work. And no work meant I had to go back to Philadelphia. My wife and I were separated for nine months because of this decision to follow God and the decision of the church to not accept us. And if you've ever been separated from your family, it's one of the most toughest things you can ever do. To know that you're not there to protect your wife and for men in the room, that's an indescribable feeling, to know you're not physically there. But even more deeply, I wasn't there to help raise my children for nine months. And that was painful. I tried to commute every weekend, and I did, but it just, just wasn't the same. And yet I did all of this believing that I'm obeying God. How could a God call me to a godless area and leave me hanging just like that? How could he put me in position to leave my family stranded when he called me to be the provider for my family, when he called me to be the, the leader of my children? How is that even possible? And yet I turned back to James when he says faith without works is dead. I eventually found a place in Connecticut and started working here and And the ministry thing didn't quite work out the way I planned it. And so I asked God, I said, God, would you please, if not full-time ministry, would you please give me a job where I can work and serve the people I'm eventually going to pastor? And he was faithful in doing that. But the problem was a year and a half later, that same job he gave me to fulfill my faith started to stress me out. It stressed me out so bad I developed a condition called alopecia areata. Now, as a black man, you've seen me bald-headed. I wasn't always bald-headed. I come from a line, a family line that has good hair. My grandfather, who passed away a couple weeks ago in his deathbed, uh, was passing away, combing his hair. Yeah. He went to heaven with his comb and his brush. So that, that's the family history I have. And I wasn't always bald, but because of stress i developed develop patches in my head. And if I grew my hair out, some would say I look like a cheetah. It's funny, but it's true. I forgot to mention, we moved here with two kids, but we now have three. It was around that same time, September 2016, that my job really stressed me out, really stressed me out. And, and not to mention another challenge with my wife. Now, it's one problem to not be here physically to protect your wife. But any man in the room that has watched their children being born, it's one of the most vulnerable and beautiful feelings you have ever because you're watching your child come to the world. But it's vulnerable because you can't do a thing to help your wife. She's in pain. She can't move. And you can't fix it. Do any of the men in the room understand what I'm saying? That feeling is indescribable. And the best we can do is hold your hand and tell you how much we love you and that still still doesn't do it but, but here's the problem I, I was there for the first two but because we moved to Connecticut following God we didn't have any family or friends we didn't have much here my wife had high blood pressure and they had to take my baby Emma three months early while managing a job an organization that was stressing me out no family no friends I had to take off work And I had to watch Kaylee and Caleb while my wife gave birth to Emma all by herself. Faith, right? Why would God cause us to leave stability? Security. To go through all of that. To watch my baby be less than two pounds when she was born. Why why would... The God I serve allowed that to happen. And why would I even listen to a God like that? I once heard a preacher say that if you knew what you had to go through to get where you're going to go, you probably wouldn't go. And if I knew this was going to happen to me and my family, I probably would have never came here. The faith. While Emma was born and she was in the hospital for three months and I was stressed out at work, I decided I'm going to quit my job. For all the men in the room, that's another scary moment because to say you're going to discontinue working doesn't feel well. The thought of not providing for your family doesn't feel good. I told my wife, I'm going to take a pay cut. I know we just had another baby. I can't take it anymore. But faith. After Emma came home and our family was reunited. I was fortunate to land where I am now, at Career Resources. And because of faith, I am now healthy. Because of faith, my hair grew back. And you're probably wondering, where is it? For all the bald men in the room, I've learned to accommodate and I've learned that a shaved head feels good in the summertime, <laughs> and I don't have to pay the barber, so I maintain a bald head. But I'm healthy. My hair's grown back. Emma, she's huge. She's two years old. She's running all over the place, pace. And yes, she's running the house. My wife, her blood pressure's not the best, but it's better. She's finishing up her PhD, and our family is whole. Faith is hard. But I heard a calling from God. In 2006, God told me I'm coming back to Connecticut to do ministry. We didn't move till 2014. Faith doesn't make sense. No family, no friends, no job, no stability, no church, no nothing. And yet faith causes me and my wife to move from a big city to the New England region. Why have faith in the first place? Well, because of faith care. Now, mind you, I just met Vinton earlier this year, so I know nothing about faith care. But why have faith in the first place? The the tagline is because of faith care. Do you get it? Whatever you care about, you have faith in. And whatever you have faith in, you believe in. And whatever you believe in, you act upon. I'm here because I have faith Care. I cared about my calling. I cared about what God was saying to me. I cared about my future. I cared about my family. I cared about my ministry, my destiny. I cared enough to prove it through my faith. And James is echoing loud in my ear when he says faith without works." Dead. We're here tonight to celebrate, right? We're here tonight to to give Vinton a high five and congratulate him and the board for another year of being in operation. We're here to support faith care, but can I challenge you to actually have faith care? Can I challenge you to do more than just eat a good meal and hang out with new folks you never met before? Can I challenge you to go a step further? If you actually care about faith care, that's good. But here's the challenge prove it. What are you doing to let faith care know that you care? Are you giving? Are you praying? Are you volunteering? Are you supporting? Do you call Benton and see if he's okay? What are you doing to prove it? We're doing a silent auction right now. Prove it. Vincent said that he's just lost a staff member. Prove it. The board said they want to build a new facility. Prove it. I'm challenging you to have faith. Let's pray. Father, we, we bless your name because you are faithful. You cared so much that you gave us the most precious gift known to man. And we gladly accepted this gift and used it every day. The blood of Jesus makes a difference in our lives on a regular basis. And we know you have faith care, Father, but would you help us with our own faith care? Would you help us do more with what we have? Would you help us go beyond the usual and have faith for today and hope for tomorrow? Father, we pray blessings. We pray for sustainability, for faith care. We uplift Vinton. We uplift the work of his hands. We uplift everything that he touches. We uplift this board and its supporters. And, Father, we uplift everyone in this room under the sound of my voice. You've brought us from a mighty, mighty long way. and We all have a story to tell about how much we had to prove our faith. Help us, Father, to do more. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.